welcome to Tabletop Journal's Seat Yourself podcast series on the hospitality tabletop industry. Dave is the globally known chief evangelist and editor for TabletopJournal.com. This podcast was originally published on the week of December 10th, 2018, and runs for approximately 15 minutes. Hi everyone, it's Dave again, and I want to thank you for joining us, and welcome back to our new weekly podcast series called Seat Yourself. For you first-timers, Seat Yourself is a 15 to 20-minute weekly take on the news and events going on within the world of hospitality tabletop. In addition, we have a segment called 60 Seconds with Shannon, where Shannon Talon, the well-known tabletop and buffetware category manager for Chicago-based Edward Don and Company, she'll answer the question of the week. In this week's question, Shannon talks about the current Don Fall tabletop advisor and the idea of tabletop remix. Just what is this remix thing? That's it, so let's get started. Okay, since we always like to start off each week with a stat, here's this week's stat. It comes to us from the people at Toast, the restaurant point of sale people out of Boston, and it comes on a review of how their business was over Thanksgiving holiday for restaurants using the Toast POS systems. On Thanksgiving Eve, Toast restaurants saw their business increase 33% compared to their other Wednesdays in November. We think that's pretty impressive, and it seems like a great opportunity if it's planned out well. Toast also said that only 30% of its restaurants were open on Thanksgiving Day itself. So maybe there's an opportunity there as well. Hanukkah is just finishing, but we still have Christmas and New Year's Eve that are just about here. Of course, it's not easy to work your staff over the holidays and, and hoping that you'll increase your business. So if you're considering staying open during the major holiday, Toast offers a few tips on their website for planning for it. Tips like creating a special menu and how to handle staff and things like that. But we might add, if you're going to have a special menu, why not serve it on a unique new serving piece that's used just for that holiday? Same with cocktails. Why not add a special cocktail or a wine and serve it in a different, very special wine glass selected just for that holiday? Makes sense to us. I, I, the special menu items, I, I think, are great. Cocktails, great. All goes together, depending upon the holiday, of course. You can really showcase the new menu ideas and the specialness of them with the dinnerware serving pieces and the special glassware that you bring in. And if you can increase your business over 30% for that short holiday time, it really seems like it's more than worth it. So, okay, tabletop suppliers, it's time to get your customers together and get creative with them. For more information on holidays and how to plan them out, check out the Toast website online. And here's another one of those stories that we just love to really talk about. By now, you know that we love to hear about the benevolence of the people and the companies in our industry. And while certainly chefs lend their hands and their time and their money to great charitable causes, tabletop suppliers do as well. We always enjoy giving the love to those who are so generous. This time it is the team at Art Cardinal Glass who are who we want to recognize. Art Cardinal has teamed up with an organization called One Tree Planted to help restore the forests of California that really have been so badly damaged in the recent wildfires. One Tree Planted is a nonprofit. They were started in, uh, in Shelburne, Vermont in 2014 by a gentleman named Matt Hill. And according to the folks at One Tree Planted, a record 129 million trees need to be restored in, in the state of California alone. They plant them all over, but our cardinal and one tree planted in this case are really focused on restoring california so here's how it works during the month of december every order placed with art cardinal will help the company towards its goal of planting 3,000 trees in california working with one tree planted art cardinal hopes to do their part in the 
million tree challenge that One Tree Planet has. It's pretty extraordinary what they're doing, and I hope you guys will all be able to help them. This should really be a no-brainer because the timing on this is perfect for you operators and even you dealers who stock Art Cardinal products out there who might be listening right now. During the holidays and leading up to New Year's Eve, you know you're going to be replenishing your stocks of champagne flutes and wine glasses, not to mention the barware and glass water glassware. So why not get great products from Art Cardinal and help them reforest the forest in California? Makes sense to me. So hopefully you'll be able to help them out. And by the way, while we're on this, Arc, the mother company of Arc Cardinal, you have to know that they have one of the cleanest glassware manufacturers in the world. In 2015, they invested $40 million in upgrading their USA factory in New Jersey, and they reduced their emissions there by over 75%. So there you have it. Arc Cardinal President Alexander Bollinger and his team are doing their part to help repair some of the absolute devastation in California and to treat our planet just a little nicer when they make their products. Arc Cardinal, hats off to you. Well done. Okay, it's that time of year again. This is a time where so-called experts give you their take on what the hot new trends in food service will be for the coming year. We love to scan through some of these and see what they have to say of what's going to be hot and what's not going to be hot in 2019. For instance, the Specialty Food Association is saying that collagen being infused into beverages, snacks, and even sandwich wraps will be a high-profile trend in 2019. People will be looking to have the foods that help that they eat. <clears throat> Start over again. People will be looking to have the foods that they eat give them a better all skin and health appearance. From a tabletop standpoint, I'm not really sure what to do with that piece of information, but I do generally think that the trend uh, in this type of a prediction reinforces the idea that people want to eat healthier, and this is an overall trend that we see in menus of all types. And our friends at Technomica are predicting that technology will continue to take over the food service experience. While we don't see drones delivering pizza or, or, or really anything else for that matter in the near future, we do think that the idea of technology is continuing to reshape the hospitality guest experience. And with labor continuing to be a growing issue on multiple levels, there's little question that from robots to better POS systems to Amazon's Go store concept, operators of all types are working overtime to create more frictionless customer experiences. Our worry here is that we, that we really maintain a belief that the food and beverage component to the hospitality industry is really a very tactile experience. And as long as the experience is a good one, we think that people want to engage with other people. So, while we understand the operational issues that technology can solve, rather than taking people out of the customer experience equation, we prefer to see operators improve the quality of that personal interaction and that guest customer experience. We're along the lines of the quote from famous restaurateur Danny Meyer, who said in his, his book, Setting the Table, the quote is, you may think that as I once did, that I'm primarily in the business of serving good food. Actually though, food is secondary to something that matters even more. In the end, what's most meaningful is creating a positive, uplifting outcome for the human experience and human relationships. Business like life is all about how you make people feel. It's that simple and it's that hard. Wow, that's a pretty great quote. And that was done in 2019 in uh, Danny's book, Setting the Table in 2019. And it's still, I think, is more important than maybe even when he wrote it back then. But back to the issue of trends that will gather strength in the coming year. The folks at Technomic are pretty smart folks, so I'm sure that they're correct. 
we're likely to see much more technology in our future food service experiences. One trend predictor we particularly like and pay close attention to is the Baum and Whiteman's annual prediction of the coming year's trends. Michael Whiteman's been a hands-on guy in this hospitality business for a long time, and he's really an expert when it comes to this type of thing. One of his predictions for 2019 is the rise of next generation fast casual and how through improved quality of foods and yes, a better overall customer experience, the next generation of successful fast casual operators can fill a gap that is missing now between current fast casual and that upscale dining segment. Michael offers that customers will in fact pay more, but the food has to be top notch, the bar has to serve signature cocktails, you'll need to have a knowledgeable on-hand uh, on staff, and guess what? Things like actual china will make a difference. All of these are customer-friendly touch points that the dining guest is looking for and likely pay a more, a higher check average for. So when it comes to helping operators create that improved, higher quality customer experience, I think this is where tabletop suppliers have to position themselves. Help operators give a better guest experience and the dining customers will gladly pay. Michael is right about this. He usually is. You can find the Baum and Whiteman Trend Report on the company's website, baumwhiteman.com. Now 60 Seconds with Shannon, where Dave asks Shannon Talon, Edward Don and Company, the question of the week. This week, Shannon talks about the current Don Fall Tabletop Advisor and the idea of Tabletop Remix. Hi, we're back again with Shannon Talon from Edward Don and Company. And Shannon, the Fall Advisor just come out and there's something called Tabletop Remix in there. Tell us about Remix and tell us about Tabletop Remix. Sure. So in, the, in recent advisors, tabletop advisors, we've been trying to highlight an industry trend. It can be challenging when you're trying to show new product uh, and different products in the marketplace to also convey trends along with it. And so we've tried to do that. One of the premier trends in tabletop is what I call the death of the complete pattern. Folks aren't um, as often just picking their tabletop products from one dinnerware pattern um, or even from one glassware pattern. They're mixing and matching from multiple patterns, from multiple manufacturers. And so that's how Tabletop Remix was born. And so for the first time ever, we, in the fall Tabletop Advisor, we mixed and matched uh, patterns that don't necessarily, might not look like they go together when you look at them individually, but together they really create some magic. And when customers do that for their tabletops, they're really setting themselves apart and achieving a unique, eclectic, interesting look to the ware that they're serving their food on. Um, and so it was really just our manifestation of showing a trend in our tabletop advisors in a way we haven't been able to before. Now, here's Dave with this week's commentary. This week, Dave talks about traditional restaurants and why they are under assault. Traditional restaurants under assault? You know it's true. If you're a chef or a restaurant owner listening to this, or if you're a manufacturer of tabletop products listening to this, then you already intuitively know what I'm going to tell you. Indeed, you likely already know firsthand how the traditional restaurant is under assault. And while you may feel it's true on an intuitive basis, I'm really guessing the actual situation is even worse than you may realize and it's not going to go back. The assault on the traditional restaurant is coming from places we might not have ever even imagined, even just a couple of years ago. And what do I mean by that? Well, let me explain. An easy example of this new competitor to the traditional restaurant business would be the traditional retailer that we know. Say a department store like Nordstrom's, for example. 
With strong line of uh, online growth of buying of clothing and other categories that Nordstrom has always had in their sweet spot, in-store traffic at a store like Nordstrom has declined. It's declined in a lot of others as well, but heck, even Nordstrom's growth in their own online business has been made going into the stores less relevant these days. So in an attempt to create an enticing in-store experience and let you go and visit and want to go and visit a Nordstrom store, they, like many others, are using food and beverage to lure potential shoppers into their stores. And now Nordstrom ends up operating something north of 100 restaurants and bars within their stores. Next May, when you're in Chicago, you might even check out the bar in the men's clothing section in their Mag Mile store. It's pretty impressive. And heck, Nordstrom's, it's just one retailer, but there are many, many others. And it's not just for the posh high street type of retailer. Through its in-store restaurants, 30% of the shoppers at Ikea eat at Ikea. And then there's more. Urban Outfitters has had dining and drinking options for quite a while now. Restoration Hardware just opened its fifth restaurant location in one of their stores, and Crate and Barrel is opening a restaurant in their Oak Brook store, Oak Brook, Illinois store, if they haven't opened it already. The only question I have with Crate and Barrel, frankly, is what took them so long? But by now, I'm sure you're already saying that the competition for the traditional restaurant business is just, it's much greater than just other retailers. Well, we totally agree with that, too. From the explosion in home delivery and carryout, to fuel, and, and as an example of that, to fuel their anticipated growth, delivery company DoorDash has secured $800 million in venture capital this year alone. Uh, from that del- type of delivery to the new grocerant concepts you see in grocery stores like Wegmans and others, the competition for the traditional restaurant customer is intense. And then you have companies like Topgolf, you have options like the meal kit concepts, even the lowly food truck option, which, by the way, have been serving up some pretty good food now for quite a while. There is more new competition for the consumer when it comes to dining and drinking away from the home space than ever before. By the way, we won't even mention the impact of Airbnb on the hotel business food and beverage area. I'm sure by now some of you have even more examples of the types of attacks that are underway on the traditional restaurant business. It is simply Nothing less than amazing. So what's a poor tabletop supplier supposed to do? Is there any kind of good news on the horizon? Well, the short answer is yes, and it's a strong yes. First of all, you need to recognize that people are still dining away from home in some pretty strong numbers. And yes, traffic counts may be down for some segments, and then they may be down for some certain operators within certain segments. But from an overall lifestyle standpoint, people are still enjoying dining and drinking away from home with their family and friends. We've said it for a long time. It's oftentimes the best, best times in people's lives when they're dining and drinking with family and friends. It remains that, that way today. Additionally, for today's lifestyle pace, eating on the run, frankly, has become just simply a way of life for anybody who's a millennial or under that age. And along with that, eating is going now to more multiple eating occasions throughout the day and snacking and rather than just simply sitting down for three square meals each day. The way we eat has changed dramatically and where we eat it is also changing. Add to that the global economy. Overall, still quite solid. Yes, housing has grown as a percentage of average household spend, but with the population growth and people remaining committed to dining and drinking away from home, the food service and hospitality business still overall is a pretty safe bet. What suppliers, and particularly tabletop suppliers, also need to recognize is that this business continues to change and it's changing rapidly. We've spoken about before the speed or the acceleration of change without our industry. This is simply a fact 
that cannot be ignored and it's not going to go away. Supplier companies need to recognize and embrace that speed and that change. Keeping your company's product line fresh and relevant is simply fundamental these days. The tabletop supplier category is very competitive. I'm sure I don't need to be reminding you of that. But in addition to staying relevant and fresh and changing, companies need to go where the business is going. In other words, companies need to adapt. Consider categories of products that are being used where people eat and drink now and in the future. Maybe you need to be in a new category. Consider how buyers of those tabletop products get their information and make sure your brand messaging is strong in those spaces. Maybe you need to be putting your messages in spaces where you don't currently have your message. And what about logistics and transportation? How will tomorrow's hospitality customers be receiving their goods and who will they be buying them from? Tabletop supplier companies must also consider new types of customers. For instance, if you've never been a supplier to a convenience store or a gas and go sector, pay a visit to a Sheets or a Wawa store sometime. Those two chains, and, and trust me, there are others that are getting more and more of the eating spend away from home these days. Each week, their business is growing in food and beverage. So the overall message is that the consumer is changing their habits and suppliers of tabletop products need to recognize that and determine how they're going to remain relevant in the game. But make no mistake, the traditional restaurant is not likely to go away ever, not certainly in our lifetime. But now opportunity is literally on every street and every highway. But it's only an opportunity if we keep our eyes wide open and we see everything that comes our way. Well, that's it, everybody. That wraps up today's Seat Yourself podcast. I want to thank Shannon Talon for joining us. And of course, I especially want to thank you, our listeners, for joining in today. And finally, I want to thank the Edward Don and Company for sponsoring, in part, this episode of Seat Yourself. Edward Don and Company, everything but the food for nearly 100 years. This is Dave Turner, and we'll see you next time. But always remember, Tabletop Matters. For more information and insights on the hospitality tabletop industry, be sure to check out tabletopjournal.com or email Dave at dt at tabletopjournal.com. Mm-hmm.